आई वी एम Big decisions. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that helps you make the right financial choices. So you finally started that SIP, or maybe you haven't yet, but you've certainly heard the ads, haven't you? Mutual funds sahi hai, or maybe you've had your friends and colleagues guilting you about the fact that you haven't made any investments. But have you thought about why? Why are you investing? What is that money for? If you can't think of anything major that you need money for, you may as well spend it on a holiday to Goa or Bali. This is BQ Big Decisions, and I'm Alex Matthew. On today's podcast, we'll be taking you through goal-based investing and why that's the only sort of investing that you should be doing. To talk about it, I have with me SEBI registered investment advisor Arvind Rao. Thanks so much for joining us, Arvind. My pleasure, Alex. How are you doing? I'm very well, I'm, and I'm glad that we're talking about this because I think this is very, very important when we're talking about investing. Sure, you have a lot of people come and tell you. you know you should be investing if you're not right um and and giving you advice as to what sort of products to buy right but all of that is contingent about what you need the money for the goal that you have right absolutely alex uh, let me actually share with you a general example that we share with uh, people who come up with this question of why are you talking to me about goal based investing so let's visualize that your money is like your car now when you start your career you have you buy a car likewise you get you start earning money right right but does your car on its own take you anywhere the answer is no you need to get into it and drive it right yeah likewise when you have money money on its own is not going to do anything you have to guide the money in terms of what it has to do hmm. now when you sit in your car and you want to go somewhere you either know the way or if you want to know how much time it is going to take for you to reach there right you will probably open your gps yeah and put the destination right yeah. and when you do that you get the time and the distance that you require to travel correct that is what you call it as the map so you know how much fuel to put you know uh, how, how to plan time. your stops yes. all of that yes. yes likewise if you don't have a goal and you tell your money that i want you to grow how is it supposed to know how much to grow and how much time are you giving it if it doesn't know where it needs to go yeah that is exactly what is goal based investing where you define this is what i need to achieve in this much amount of time and then you set the targets for your money so correct me if i'm wrong but it's anything that you would need money for it can be uh, it can be a trip abroad it can be recurring trips abroad vacation money mm-hmm. it can be education money for for your kid it can be money set aside for your own wedding for your retirement it can be anything under the sun that you need money for right absolutely i would say it even sometimes breaks down to paying your annual property tax if it's like a sizable amount and you don't want to feel the pinch of mm. paying it in one go it is it just break it up into months and save it up okay so that's going into tremendous detail right yeah. but of course this is contingent on actually the first conversation that we had on bq big decisions which was getting a handle on your expenses so knowing how much you spend yes. and therefore knowing how much that you can save so that of course is the first step if you haven't listened to that conversation yet i strongly recommend that you consider doing so but we were talking about goals right yeah. 
how do you identify what your own goals are is it something as simple as sitting down with a notepad and a pen and just jotting them down absolutely let me help here let we generally tell people uh, who are clueless about what my goals are that divide your goals into three categories uh, let's call them as responsibilities right your needs and your aspirations okay so we abbreviate it as a ran okay so once you say uh, what are your responsibilities so it depends on what life stage you are in so if you are a typical married uh, family and you have kids right. then your responsibility is to get them educated correct you may or may not feel responsible to get them married that's a separate thing uh, likewise what are your needs my needs could be like having my own home right or maybe retiring comfortably okay uh, ensuring that my standard of living is maintained in the coming years mm-hmm. Uh, what could be your aspirations now holiday is something that everybody requires correct right but holiday could be like a mathiran or it could be like a mauritius exactly like i mentioned right at the start it can be goa, goa or it, it can be bali, bali. absolutely right. so uh, depending upon if it's uh, if it's a goa it may be a holiday but if it's a bali it could be an aspirational holiday right so you set out your goals in these categories and uh, that becomes your start Okay. All right, but there are some goals that are absolutely non-negotiable. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. absolutely. I mean, Alex. for example, I would think that you have a choice between whether or not you want to rent or buy a house. Yes. But you don't have a choice about how much money you need to retire. Yes. Yes, because you don't have a choice whether you should retire or not. You have to. Yeah, at, at some, some point. point you have to stop work. Yes. And and therefore you need some amount of money unless you have uh some inheritance that you're getting or you find out about some uncle that you never knew about <laughs> i wish i had one like that <laughs> but yes uh, definitely uh, this is something totally non negotiable okay so how what what according to you are the goals that are absolutely non negotiable that somebody can put in that list that we were talking about on mm-hmm. a notepad mm-hmm. right on the top mm-hmm. uh, and therefore rank it down those a few goals as a planner that you would recommend are absolutely non-negotiable um yes i think step 1 uh, is what i would put is if you have kids uh, giving them commensurate education is the step 1 which is totally non-negotiable uh, second is your own retirement third what i would put is setting up a, a medical fund for your own self in retirement because i think the way things are as of now uh medi- uh, medical advancements is definitely helpful to elongate life and uh, as it is said today uh, one of the biggest risk in retirement is outliving one's own expectation correct so if uh, you have to mitigate that risk what you require is a decent medical corpus and uh, i'm sure most of our listeners today are having mediclaims yeah so what you're seeing is something beyond that beyond that absolutely because um if people i mean people in the age bracket of probably uh, 30 to 50 who are uh, probably paying some premiums for mediclaims for their parents will see that uh, there are a lot of exclusions when it comes to senior citizens trying to claim from their mediclaims right uh, way ahead i think 10 years later or 15 years later this will be more stringent as mediclaim companies try to clean up their books mm. so with that happening having your own corpus is mm. is like a totally non negotiable uh, goal that one should definitely put down on their wish list makes sense 
And then retirement, of course. Retirement, of course, yeah. yeah but, but then, obviously, retirement is something that we will get into in a lot more detail. But just a clip notes, Arvind, if, yeah. if someone was to, uh, at this point, decide, obviously, getting started very early on this uh, leg, on this particular goal is advantageous because of compounding. Compound. But having said that, what you would need uh, uh-huh. at retirement mm-hmm. is a multiple of your expenses in uh, in that particular year yes. when you decide to start saving for yes. retirement. Yes, yes. I think that multiple, what we have seen, will definitely be at least 20 to 30 times your annual expenses at the point of retirement. Correct. So that's a decent, uh, I would say that's a modest multiple. Uh, Depending upon one's own standard of living, that multiple could definitely go higher. Okay. So so broadly, if you're saying that somebody who's, say, spending uh, between you know, 30 and 60,000 rupees a, a, a month right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. Um, in a base case scenario, yeah. uh, how would they look at, uh, you know, building a corpus when they retire? Broadly, how how should they calculate it? Back of the envelope. Uh, simple. Uh, so I think let's take a, uh, like if, if somebody is spending 60,000 per month today and they're looking to retire in the next 10 years. So uh, one common misconception that people generally start with is, they somehow have a vague figure in their mind saying, I think I will require 2 lakhs a month when I retire. Right. But the next question that we ask these people is that if today you are spending 60, why do you think you will spend 2 lakhs when you retire? So somehow, somewhere in their mind, they are confused about trying to uh, move 60 to 2 lakhs then. But uh, let's take that on an average in 10 years the expenses would kind of grow one and a half times. Right. So if it is 60 now, a one and a half multiple says it will be worth, I think, a lakh and a half Correct. after 10 years. So let's peg that as what the expenses will be after 10 years. Right. So one and a half lakh is around 18 lakhs per Correct. annum. Correct. Multiplied by 20. Multiplied by at least 20. So it's four crores is something that the figure would turn around as the corporate. And these are, of course, uh, you know, overestimating the requirements that you would probably need. It's always good to set a high target that principle for always works yeah correct okay now so we've talked about the goals that are absolutely non-negotiable but hmm. when we're talking about say for example children for hmm. a young married couple hmm. they're not thinking of children for the next three or four years at least right, right. but they, it's a good idea you're saying to set that priority right from the start and say maybe five maybe ten percent of their investment corpus for the for the month yes they set aside to you know safeguard themselves the extremely long-term goals correct correct yeah yeah that is important because um, an early start uh, people have no clue that an early start really gives a tremendous boost to the overall uh, savings and it will only lower their burden at a time when they actually require to max out on their savings okay so now i want to get into the next step and and this is Unfortunately, where a lot of people start and they go wrong, they decide on the product first based Mm. on things that they've heard in the market uh, or based on what their friends have come and told them. They've said, you know, I've gotten amazing 25% returns over the last two years. You should consider this product. But unfortunately, they're looking at it the other way around. They're they're supposed to be looking at why they need the money for Mm. and how far away that requirement is. Correct. And therefore... After that, choosing the kind of product. So as a thumb rule, um, when you're choosing between equity, when you're choosing between debt, gold, hmm. various other instruments available, pr- right. primarily equity and debt, right. um, how do you determine the duration of, of the goal? So say five years and beyond is a long-term goal. Yeah. What is a short-term goal? Can you explain that? 
ओके आई गेट इट सो प्रिसाइसली लॉन्ग टर्म एक्चुअली लेट मी पुट इट दिस वेज दैट वी क्लासीफाई द गोल्स इन टू थ्री वन इज वॉट यू कॉल इट एज एन एन्युअल गोल राइट गोल्स विच अकर एवरी इयर सेकेंड इज शॉर्ट टर्म गोल्स गोल्स विच आर गोइंग टू हैपन विद इन द नेक्स्ट थ्री इयर्स देन कम्स द मीडियम टर्म गोल विच इज गोल्स विच हैपन बिटवीन थ्री एंड फाइव इयर्स एंड लॉन्ग टर्म्स आर द वंस विच हैपन आफ्टर फाइव इयर्स ओके नाउ एज एन एसेट क्लास equity should be allocated to your goal strictly i would like to use the word strictly only if your goal is at least 5 years and beyond and this is irrespective of whether you are you know your risk profile allows you to do equity or not if you are referring that's to a secondary age that's as a secondary a risk profile, exactly definitely yes even though you, know, you so are 20 whether you are 40 a five year principle holds good correct and and we'll get into risk profile at a later date this is just a pure and simple yes. asset allocation based on goals yes and and duration of goals yes so beyond five years is the only goal yes. where you consider equity yes absolutely and anything below that uh, debt or uh, you can you uh, nowadays you have options of an hybrids where you have like a 70% allocation to debt and a little 30% allocation to equity so you can consider these instruments uh, for goals ranging between 3 to 5 years but why do we do that uh, arvind if you can explain why do we say that below 5 years i can do uh, debt and equity because the argument that a lot of people give you is that you know i can reach my goal much faster if i choose to do equity over 3 years absolutely so while that is definitely an ideal ideal scenario but one has to also consider the flip side of it okay while equity has the power to probably give you like 20% returns in one year one should not forget that it also has the potential to deplete your money by 20% in that same year right so take, take 2018 for example 2018 yeah when things really didn't move and it was only in the early start of 2019 where market started moving right so visualize a scenario where your goal you started saving for a goal in 2017 and you knew it was to happen at the end of 18 and you were in equity right and in december when you look at your portfolio to withdraw you suddenly find oh it has not moved anywhere so this is the problem that we want to avoid which is why 5 years is like a thumb rule to not look at equity because broadly if you so we're going by past records here and we're yeah. saying that over a 5 year period broadly hmm. the equity market will iron out any major deviance from the average right it will and uh, i can take the small liberty here of probably saying that this will even continue in the future right because markets are markets they will continue to be up and down otherwise there is no dynamism involved in the market correct all right so arvin we've taken our listeners to the broad contours of goal based investing and mm-hmm. the goals that they cannot avoid yeah and uh, the thumb rules really yeah is there any advice that you would really like to give our listeners at this point as to how they can start um the f- i think the first golden rule for them to start would be that uh, spend some time when i say some time it could be 1 hour to 2 hours or 3 hours in listing down your goals because uh without this i mean okay let me put a question to you alex have you spent time to list down your goals i have and and it's interesting because i, I wanted to ask this uh, when you said spend some time hmm. if you're a married couple hmm. and if you are recently married hmm. is it is it also advisable that you spend some time speaking to your spouse 
Absolutely. I think you have hit the nail on this question because many a times people walk up to us when, I mean, individually and we say, look, this is your family goal. So it is equally important to have your spouse involved. Right. And I'm not trying to be gender specific here. It applies both ways. Which is why I said spouse. Spouse. So it is important that you and your spouse, sometimes even grown up kids should be involved in the goal setting process because it's a family goal. So everybody is going to be deprived, uh, benefiting out of this, or maybe deprived out of something if they are not. Yeah, because sometimes that. you need to make sacrifices. Sacrifices, especially when you come to uh, juggling between goals, because invariably the resources for your goals are limited. Correct. So you need to prioritize. Right. So when you are prioritizing, uh, prioritizing, many a times you may uh, have your kids not do certain things which they wish to do. Correct. And you need to make them understand that, look, this is our wish list. This is what is standing higher. We need to do this first and then we go down here. All right, Arvind. So we've spoken about the advice that you have uh, to give people to start out with goal-based investing. But I do have a question with regard to long-term goals, just to close out this conversation. Um, Assume here that I have made investments over a period of seven, say, eight years. And my goal, Mm -hmm. say, suppose I have to buy a house Hmm. uh, in eight or nine years' time. Right. And I have spent about seven years investing for that house, Hmm. for the down payment of that house. Do I change my strategy as I reach my goal? I think this is a very, very fundamental question that you're asking. Uh, Let us go back to our example of 2017 and 18, which we spoke a couple of minutes back. So consolidation is a rule one has to keep in mind when they're talking about long-term goals. Whenever you are reaching around, depending upon how long your tenure has been. So since you asked me about a seven-year tenure, so after five years is when you need to take a breather and look to consolidate your portfolio. Uh, because, again, if if you are invested heavily in equities for a long-term goal, which is not wrong, uh, but it still does not avoid that situation where in the year of maturity, the markets may be down. Right. So you need to iron this out by maybe at least one year to two years prior. Sometimes, if it's about retirement and you have been like doing it for 25 years, we would suggest even four years prior to the maturity, right. take stock get out of volatility and move into safe instruments because then you know that because markets are going to go up and down. So because assuming that you spend a good seven, eight, maybe sometimes even more hmm. uh, number of years hmm. uh, saving towards a goal, you've hmm. got a sizable amount of money yes. and uh, small fluctuations in the market make big changes big to changes. your portfolio. Absolutely. And especially when you're reaching closer to the goal. goal. Absolutely. All right. Well, that more or less covers the topic of goal-based investing. Thank you so much, Arvind, for joining us on this conversation. And to you, my listeners, thank you so much for listening to this leg of PQ Big Decisions. I hope that this conversation helped you out. If you have something to tell us about the goals that you've set for yourself or the goals that you plan to set for yourself, do write in to us on any one of our social media platforms. Do stay tuned. There are a lot more conversations that we will have just like this one that we hope will be useful to you. This is Bloomberg Quint. If you enjoyed Big Decisions, check out some other podcasts on the IVM Podcast Network. You can check out Pesa Vesa, hosted by Anupam Gupta. Advertising is Dead, hosted by Varun Dugirala. The Ronnie Screwwala Podcast, hosted by Ronnie Screwwala, or Cyrus Says, hosted by Cyrus Procha. These shows are available on the IVM Podcast website, app, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Sachin Tendulkar, Virat Kohli, Don Bradman, and now Cyrus Brocha. Okay, probably not in the right company. 
I mean, Don Bradman is Australian. But it's called Cyrus Says. A wonderful show about everything. Find the show on the IVM Podcast app, ivmpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Cyrus Says is brought to you by Storytel. Keep in mind that if you go through storytell.com slash IVM, you get a 30-day free trial as against a 14-day free trial on the link. Right? It's very simple. All you got to do is log on to storytell.com slash IVM. Millions and millions and millions of stories, many written by me. Hi, I'm Anupam Gupta, B50 on Twitter. And listen in to the Equity Sahaya podcast brought to you by Mozilla Losfal Asset Management Company. The Equity Sahaya podcast offers deep investment insights into the potential of many sectors in India which are growing and have a lot to offer for your portfolio. New episodes out every Tuesday on the IBM Podcast app or any other app where you get your podcast from. <laughs>